0: Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio, brought to you by a voice you know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Hello there, and welcome to a new edition of Around the Hearn. Big things to get to, including Ohio State Buckeye signee Colin White, coming off a weekend in which he not only had monster dunks, four buzzer beaters on Saturday night, and the one that mattered most, the buzzer beater to end the ball game, and Just kind of the excitement in that building while the OG Titans are making that run is just something else. Uh, Sounds a little bit like this. Four hours. OG's going to need one. White with a steal. Looking for Slamtown. Population! Alan White! And we're tied at 56. (laughs) To be in that building while that's happening against a uh, terrific and state-ranked Highland team is just something else. I mean, uh, that game uh, continues to ebb and flow. The Titans lead 2 nothing. They come back. They uh, aren't really able to go anywhere, and uh, for a long time, again, Highland kind of controlled that game. They came in, shot the lights out, and uh, nearly put a stop to that ball game early on, but OG was able to uh, persevere despite the fact that it took a complete team effort on that side, and uh, eventually, Colin White was able to come up with a game winner. There's just something to me, 8.7 seconds, and I think this is going to be Erford. I think we're probably going to see something with Erford and White and uh, screening together. There's see. White in the backcourt, down to 8.3, walks it across the line with six, down to five and four, pulls up three for the win, and it rolls in. And then, of course, at the end of that, there's this very weird sequence. Where they put point nine back on the clock, and Highland throws the ball in. OG picks it off, and that's pretty much the end of that. But well, that was just uh, the start of a handful of big games on the weekend. Also, in another game that was going on, the uh, Devil St. John's Blue Jays got 41 from sophomore Cam Elwer. He became the 15th Blue Jay to join the 1,000-point club. Oh, yeah, and his Jays needed every single one in a 65-60 win over Spencerville. On Saturday, by doing so, Elwer is uh, just insane to get to that point. It's the fifth highest scoring output by a St. John's Blue Jay. 41 points is the fifth highest. Just think about that. But he also broke 1,000 points scoring club in his sophomore year. Halfway through his sophomore year. Just want to let that sink in. Other games uh, of the area, Cardinal Stritch lost by 20 to uh, Peter Goboa. Why? Last out of the girls' side, Ava Huffman said, ball game owned by me. 27 points in the game for her. Same thing happened. Spencerville last week, Heidi Keller hit eight threes. She's already had multiple games where she's hit six or seven. She had a career-high 30 points on the way to a Bearcat win. Gracie Freiberger, now the all-time leading scorer at Shawnee. Uh, she's over 1,500 points, had a career-high 37 Last weekend, a big congratulations to all these kids and also to a young lady who just picked up her 1,000th point in college, in Ivy Wolf. Did it in uh, style. Polls on the state side, not as much as what we've had the last handful of weeks. Why? Because pretty much everybody's beating each other up. Finley is fifth on the boys' side in D1. OG got four first-place votes. They are number two on the uh, D3 scale. Try Village, Wayne Trace, 8-9, Bluffton, 11. That's a team that's going to be uh, really dangerous next week when the draw comes out a week from this coming Sunday, which happens to be the day of some kind of football game or something. Archbold is 13th. D4 side, I thought this was fascinating. Rushi remained unbeaten with a uh, drubbing of Versailles on Saturday night by 29. They stay number one. Toledo Christian and LCC are tied for second. That would be a matchup. St. John's 11th, Antwerp 13th. Girls' side, D1. A little further out, how's my wife's old mater, Strongsville. Shout out to the Mustangs. Number 10 in Division one. The Bryan girls are number 7 in D2. And by the way, speaking of D2, Toledo Central Catholics should be ranked. They're very good. Just a personal observation. D3 girls have got the uh, OG girls second. Liberty Center in the 8th spot. D4. Who else but Fort Loramie, number one after a 26-point win at a 20 to two second quarter against Bath on its Saturday at home. Crestview fourth, shout out to the Knights had a 71 15 win last week over Van Wert's Tri Village in the uh, six spots. WBL Swim and Dive Championships this past weekend. Shawnee boys, OG girls, number one and two, uh, or number one in the uh, top two spots. OG finished second on the boys' side. They were first on the girls' side, obviously, like I said. St. Mary's goes uh, two for the girls' side, three for the boys' side, and then Wapak sneaks in there on the girls' side in third. Girls Wrestling had the uh, St. Mary's girls finish 15th out of 60 schools last weekend. Rosalind Case was fifth. Danielle Hoskins just missed the podium in eighth. And a handful of kids signing recently. Alex Kesson at Ohio University. The uh, St. John's Blue Jack, she's going to have a terrific career. Jack Kanapke is going to go to Ohio State and throw anything he can find down there. Caleb Gavis decided to play football at Concordia, and Caden Berry from Parkway said he's going to pitch at Defiance. One piece of high school football news. Alan Pullman, the uh, new head coach at Jefferson, after being an assistant for the last handful of years. Individual champions on the uh, swim side, 200-yard medley relay went to uh, St. Mary's. couple of triplets, a McLean and a with the uh, win there. Reese triplet then came back and won the individual. Jackson Newcomb from uh, Salina won the uh, 53. Luke Hurtenstein is the uh, one-meter diving champ from St. Mary's. Gavin Luebke, the 500-yard free. St. Mary's came back again. Different set of uh, guys with the triplets, really. Kleinschmidt is the only one who is uh, different. 200-yard free relay won by the Rough Riders. Newcomb comes back, wins the 100-yard breast. OG boys, Alex Schrader, Parker McGraw, Grady Steffen, and Colin Steffen all win the 400-free relay. 200-yard medley relay won by the St. Mary's girls. Sierra Rupert, Piper Triplett, Peyton Gable, and Claire Turner. Rupert comes back, wins the 200-yard uh, free. OG's Alicia Deemer won the uh, diving contest. Claire Turner from St. Mary's, the 100-yard free. The OG team of uh, Elena Cass, Morgan Mag, Taylor Knott, and Carly Mag win not only the 200-yard free relay, but also the 400-yard free relay. And then a Piper triplet wins the 100-yard breaststroke. And big congratulations to all of those kids on doing big things. And speaking of doing big things, we're also going to talk a lot about OG basketball with Colin White. The future Ohio State Buckeye joins when we come back here on Around the Hearn. The Scoop on Main in Glandorf, serving breakfast, lunch, and sweet treats all year long. We are open Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays from 7 a.m. until 8 p.m. And Friday from 7 a.m. until 6 p.m. Saturdays are 8 a.m. till 2 p.m. And Sundays are noon until 8. We have a great option of lattes and specialty drinks. We feature a monthly special lunch, and we have soup seasonally.
1: The Scoop on Main at 419-538-5555. That's the Scoop on Main at 136 South Main Street in glandorf
0: Talking it now uh, to the all-time record holder for points in Ottawa-Glandorf and Putnam County history in uh, Colin White. Does that still sound a little bit surreal to you?
1: It does. You know, you never uh, really think you'd, you'd be the all-time leader in Putnam County, but it's a, it's a pretty cool thing.
0: You're standing out on the court after you break the record Friday night and Tim Pollitz is standing there and and he hands you a baton and, and kind of a passing of the baton sort of thing from him to you. You're just old enough to kind of be on the back end of that whole era where they play LeBron in Toledo and they win the state title and he's this big central figure before he heads off to a D1 college what is that moment like for you other than being exhausted because I saw your face of standing next to him while everybody's cheering and you're just kind of looking around, just seeing everybody, you know,
1: You know, it's like you said, it's a surreal moment. You know, I didn't know Tim was going to be there and I'm, I'm glad he could come, but you know, it was, it was awesome, you know, for him to be there and you know, for him to, for him, him, him and myself to talk after, after the game and just talk about our experiences and, you know, goals we're trying to get through this year. So no, I I appreciate him coming, and it was a really cool moment.
0: And that was something I was thinking of kind of as the game was going on. Of As you're going along, I mean, with you averaging almost 25 points a game, you have to go through a tight defense It's going to be countered on you because you know Van Wert knows where you're at. You need less than 20 points in that game. How kind of pushing, I guess, were you feeling early on because you only had four points in the half. You go on that big run. To open the third of did you feel like maybe you were trying to do too much in the first half or was it we just need to let this come
1: you know it was kind of just a let this come, come type thing you know it's uh you am know, just trying to find team open teammates you know they were kind of bringing in two or three guys at me so trying to find a, a the open person and just knocking down shots you know we re- really weren't knocking down shots early but you know on the third there we uh I got some open looks and Got a couple, got a couple of easy laps and kind of propelled towards a bigger point total. Point total.
0: Did you get a chance at any point, kind of on this line, to talk to Tim or any of the guys in front of you? Of, you know, there's a lot of obviously uh, for Jennings, Audeville, OG, Miller City, in that group of, Andrew Johnson at PG of, kind of what that pressure's like of becoming that guy at your school and maybe how to handle it. You
1: no, know, they uh. It's kind of a thing that you don't really talk. You don't really talk about, you know, you don't, you know, it's kind of looming, you know, going into this year, you, I obviously know, I I had a shot at it and uh, just staying healthy would, I'd, I'd probably get it. So you knew it was looming and you know, that hopefully one day it was going to come around and it it came to be Friday night. So, you know, you really still didn't talk about it with anyone and kind of kept it to yourself. And I really didn't even know the point total at all until Friday night. You no, know, I knew obviously there were rumors throughout the week and I had no clue how many points I needed. And so, uh, coach told me and, and, you know, just, uh, had to get it done.
0: Was it kind of more fun to do that or to pass Tyson because you have to actually see his face and go, all right, well, I got one more.
1: <laughs> no, it, it definitely was way more fun to do this than to pass Tyson because, you know, me and him, I don't think I still have not spoken about me passing him. So No, maybe we'll have that conversation.
0: (laughs) Someone asked me about uh, kind of where your place in history is, too. And I kind of laughed because I'm big on numbers and just kind of ridiculous, weird things nobody comes up with. And I jokingly said to them, well, yeah, but he's really only third in Putnam County because Shar Smith and Carla Wenslick are ahead of him. Uh, They just kind of laughed. But you're able to put yourself in just kind of an elite company of scorers what is it about your game though that people don't know because the crescent news does an article talking about your all-around game and kind of how that works
1: you know people don't people don't really realize that i do a lot more than score you know i just i do the kind of the an everything role for my team and and have have been for the last couple of years you know and my teammates and coaches really allow me to do that you know the, the ball is in my hand a lot it's just a lot of opportunities to find open teammates and to score you know and i my coaches and teammates, you know, put, put me in that position. And then obviously um, I'm pretty tall, pretty lengthy. So going after offensive rebounds or getting defensive rebounds, uh, something my mom harped on a lot when I was younger and now even to this day. So you know, just an all around game is, is really what coaches preached and, and my parents have preached growing up.
0: Do you kind of akin rebounding to trying to get the last pork chop in your house? Uh, you got a box out and you just got to go in strong
1: yeah it's a it's a fight it's gonna you know it's gonna be a battle and uh you know the, the tough ones are gonna come out and I like to think I'm one of the tough ones
0: Friday night you get two different ovations for obviously what you did when you broke the record but I thought kind of an underrated point of that game was early on when Dave Westrick checks in, was it as loud on the floor when that happened about five minutes into the game as it was in the crowd?
1: you know, it it was loud in it. And, uh, before the game, I told all the teammates that when Dave comes in, we got it, we got to get excited for him. And, and the fans reciprocated that energy. And when he came in, everyone got super loud. They all stood up and, you know, that guy has worked so hard to come back from an injury like that, you know, constant grinding every day, just um, trying to get in shape, trying to get that knee healthy. And you know, I'm so happy for him to come back and, you know, he came back the first play of the game. He got a, he got a basket. So So that's just uh, stuff out of a book right there. And it was awesome seeing back out there.
0: Uh, Scott Magg and Chris Coleman, decently smart basketball guys. I'm not going to give them a whole thing. Have pointed out to me (laughs) that while his contributions on the offensive end are huge, obviously you guys needed every point on Saturday, but with a guy like Dave Westrick, what is it that is his importance to your defense? Because they talk about a lot of giving you guys that rim protector that maybe now, on the perimeter takes a little bit of a pressure off Alex or Grant or Grady or you or Caden.
1: You know it, it helps a lot having a uh, a big guy down there that's you know going to be back there and be going to be help side to send to send shots back. You know that's a big help. It's kind of a comfort thing for our guards and you know for me and for and for Caden. You know we've kind of had that role for the last you know couple of weeks. You know since the season has started of uh, uh, being that rim protector and now. Dave coming in, he can he can kind of be that guy in the back line who can and send shots away, and then you know grab rebounds, which is big for us. You know he can get in there, grab grab six or seven rebounds, grab some old boards. You know that's huge for us, and uh, you know something we really need.
0: I, I kind of go back to this because it, it's kind of one of a million things that happened during the game, but when you kind of get to. That mark and you're able to accomplish this thing that your teammates over the years have helped you and you've been able to get these points and win these games after you get that off your back, so to speak, that you have that big accomplishment. Did you feel a little more relief the last part of Friday night before you checked out and then kind of going into Saturday just kind of, OK, now I can go back to play my normal game?
1: You know, it's uh, definitely Friday was kind of a, a tense day. You know, something, nothing we're not used to, but, you know, kind of knew that the, that that was looming and, you know, everyone was going to be in attendance on Friday night. So so you better get it. Friday, Colin, is what I heard a lot. But, um, yeah, just uh, getting that off the back. And then uh, Saturday was just, you know, kind of refocusing, you know, Friday was a weird night, obviously kind of out of the routine for a regular Friday night WBL game. So then coming back Saturday with a, a new focus and, you know, trying to win a game against a really good team.
0: I would imagine you better get it done was probably just your sister.
1: Yeah, pretty much. My parents and my sister pretty much uh, said, "Hey, you have to do this." I so was right.
0: kind of amazed that Saturday your parents were sitting together for the Highland game.
1: That doesn't happen a lot. Usually they're uh, they're not they're separate. But no, they were they were sitting together.
0: How many pictures did you have to take before you got out of the gym on Friday?
1: <laughs> a lot, a lot. You know they they kept it to a, a minimum, but it was at least. 30 plus
0: it's got to be a cool thing though because I mean obviously there's a lot of people who are invested in what you're doing and what Ottawa Glendorf's doing and as far as it has that effect on the community that they want to be around you and be a part of that moment that you've achieved
1: yeah it's so cool and this community is it's second to none in Ohio and even you know, I'd say anywhere else. You go anywhere else, you don't get this kind of support that this, this community provides. And, you know, they they welcomed me with open arms when I came in as a freshman and they they've cured me and my teammates on for the past couple of years like like no one else. So, you know, they're, they're great. This community won the Titan basketball wouldn't be anything without the community. So it's a, it's a special feeling to have them behind you.
0: I've often wondered, do you and Caden, whether secretly or not, have a competition of who can end the most quarters with a make? Because it seems like when he gets one, you get one. When he gets two, you get two. And then, of course, you went all out on Saturday night and just did it to the end of every quarter.
1: (laughs) No, no competition. It just seems to happen where we have the ball at the end of the quarters a lot, and we got to take a shot. And luckily, um, some of them have been going in.
0: Well, and the second quarter one, to me, is the craziest one of the group for Caden on Friday night because it didn't start out as his shot. Grady had a shot. He got blocked. It sort of turns back around, and he buries one. And we just kind of joked trying to figure out how many Caden had. And then, of course, I think you had five on the weekend. So, I mean, it's just an insanity of you need a big shot. One of these two guys is going to put it
1: down. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's what we try to do. And you know, it, like I said, the ball, the ball finds our hands a lot at the end of quarters. So just putting them down is a, uh, and it's, it's big going into the next quarter. A lot of momentum, you know, momentum builders are uh, what we need. So seeing them shots go down is a pretty good feeling. But the one in the second
0: quarter last night was kind of uh really odd in terms of the way that the game flowed, because you get your team within two about 30 seconds before that, uh, from my vantage point, maybe you can speak on this. There is a charge slash blocking decision that the officials have to make. It does not go your way. They get the ball. They come back. They don't score. You hit the three. Was there kind of a feeling of the way that you had been building up? I mean, you're down 13 in that quarter. At that point, you run back of it taking the air out of your sails.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh, you know, it was. It was a weird feeling, but it was a. A nice feeling heading into heading into um, the next quarter, kind of kind of a momentum thing where, you know we needed some momentum. You know, we were struggling to to hit shots and had open looks, uh, just none of them would go down. And you know, I felt like they were hitting about everything. So you know, those shots uh, they help us out a lot.
0: You go through the fourth quarter. Of last night's game, Alex gets that big three early on. You guys are able to pull within nine. Grady goes off. He has two threes and a two and I talked to him about kind of about his maturation through the last year. What is it that you've seen about Grady Tomazis that I know he's in the gym working hard and kind of he's kind of alluded to the fact that he uses you as kind of a role model of being there before school and putting that in, but just seeing how he's matured as a basketball player.
1: You know, he's matured matured tremendously, even from the beginning of this year. You know, he's uh, kind of... When you're a point guard at OG, it's, it's not an easy task. You kind of get the reins and uh, the reins to the offense and in the defense. So, you know, it's not not an easy task for anyone. And I feel like he has just been been step up into his role more and more every game. And, you know, last night he was huge for us. And, you know, against Lima senior, he had a great game last week. And so, you know, he has just been stepping up week after week. And to see a progression from a guy that I know has put in a ton of work is, uh, is more uh, fulfilling to me than anything I can accomplish.
0: You get the loose ball on the floor. You're able to deflect it. You take off. You throw one down. You tie the ball game. It ends up being 56-56 at the time with about a minute to go. You're kind of on the way. You're just trying to, I would imagine, not dribble it off your foot, not thinking about anything, just trying to beat the Highland player to the basket. Is there a ton going through your mind, or is it just I need to hurry up and get this basket?
1: It's, there wasn't a ton going through my mind. I knew I we were obviously pressing on defense trying to get a seal and they were kind of being a little loose with the ball, so I knew I I had a chance, got got the seal and, and it was it was real simple for me. It's it's gonna be a dunk, it's going down and it's gonna be a tie ball game. It's uh just how it was played out in my head while I was running down the court and luckily that's how it played out.
0: And you almost in real life too. Can't script the ending because you guys don't lead except for two nothing. You're down the entire game. You tie it with under a minute to go, and then that ball that you shoot for three coming out of the timeout, 30 minutes? Is that how long it felt it hung on the rim?
1: Uh, yeah, it felt like a really long time. You know, I felt uh, like the world stopped for a little bit there, but, you know, I I know the rim's pretty well at OG, I guess, so I know the right spots to hit them. Uh, you have probably
0: hit your wrist on quite a few of them
1: maybe that's why they're pretty loose. (laughs) That's
0: that might be why it's all the hanging around on them. Uh, It's either that or T max Duncan on them. One of the two. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Uh, But that, that matchup, (laughs) I mean, that's a heck of a win for you guys because there's a turning point in that game with Highland. Who's a terrific D four team where Alex Yoder gets injured. He's having a good game. He's got a, I think almost double double digit rebounds and six points at the half did you kind of feel like maybe that swung things a little bit more because it opened up for you guys offensively underneath?
1: Yeah, it was, it was kind of a, a, a weird thing. You know, I, f- I felt really bad for him. He's a great player and, you know, he's a he's a big body down there and, you know, uh, he came out of the game and uh, it's just it kind of weird, uh, weird feeling and, you know, it kind of opened things up for us and, you know, allowed us to kind of crash the glass a little bit more, get a lot of second chance opportunities, but you know, that play, um, Cade. I think Cade drew a charge on him, and uh, it kind of knocked Cade up a little bit too, gave him a, a little bit of a, a, um, a headache. So, you know it was a kind of a weird play and a weird couple minutes where Cade got hurt, had to go to the bench, and then um, then uh, Yoder got hurt and also had to go to the bench. So it was a, a weird swing of, of of plays there.
0: Luckily for you guys, it went the right way. Uh, Sammy Detweiler last night has 14 early on. You get Schaefer and Campbell as uh, your detail on Friday night, how much fun are those defensive battles that you guys pretty much have every night because somebody always has a guy that you're going to have to go get, whether it's you or Grant or Grady or whoever it is?
1: You know, it's it's fun. You know, it's uh, seeing different defenses and then throwing different defenses at people. It's a it's a fun, it's a game within the game. You know, it's uh, us as players, as, especially us as older players now, me and Grant and, you know, Cade, we just try to see, see things through a different light and kind of try to attack people in, in different ways, especially on the, you know, the offensive end. And then that carries over the defensive end.
0: You have three home games and three away games left in your high school regular season career. Is there one of those games? I know you don't look forward to, but I mean the, the three games that you have to go, you have to go to Shawnee defiance and then that kind of different atmosphere in Lexington, because they're not playing in the small gym. They're kind of playing in the bigger gym one of those that you kind of look at and go, all right, this is the last time I get to come here. I've really got to enjoy this and kind of soak this in.
1: Of course, there's a, you know, there's the home, there's the Supreme court, which is a a special place, but you know, I love going in and playing in a Shawnee's gymnasium. You know, it's a, it's a fun place to play and their fans are usually pretty rowdy and the teams are usually pretty good. And, well, that's definitely one that you circle on your schedule every year and you're like, "Hey, I we got to go play Shawnee this year at their gymnasium." So, you know, that's that's one that's definitely going to be a fun game, a big probably going to be a big WBO game. I could see them winning winning the rest of the WBO games before they play us, so you know, that's going to be a fun one.
0: You've got uh kind of that long view. I mean, you guys aren't that far away from the tournament. The draws pretty close to uh, where we sit now in 2 weeks. What does OG have to be better on going into what is pretty much a murderer's row district in Lima? You
1: no, know, I just think we have to, you know, kind of string it together. You know, we've, we've had some players play good here. Some players play good in, in different games. And so uh, I think as a team, we just kind of kind of string, string a, a game together and start stringing the games together and, and kind of pick up momentum going into the tournament, the tournament run. And, you know, like you said, we got to, Kind of a tough district, but uh, that's just a challenge that we deal with every year. You know, those districts are tough, but it only makes us better. And, you know, the the schedule we play only prepares us for that district. So, you know, we're excited uh, to finish out this regular season strong and uh, head to the tournament.
0: Of course, it's a fascinating district. I mean, Bluffton's only lost. You guys gave to them. You've got Grove, Liberty Benton, Spencerville, and then Wayne Trace that is expected to probably be without Brooks Lockoff for the rest of the year. How heartbreaking is that for you? I mean, being in a similar position of uh, being a high scorer for your team, of being a senior and obviously a kid that I know you're familiar with, of, you know, he's going to college. He's got the world in front of him and and just that freak thing that happens.
1: I I feel really bad for Brooks. You know, I I heard the news and actually me and Brooks just talked uh, earlier today. You know, he's a a great kid and and from a great family. And there's nothing you can do but feel for the kid. You know, it's a... He's a, he's a class act. He's a, he's a great guy and, and a great basketball player and it does a lot for his team. So I'll you know, just shared a, a few words of encouragement with them. And, you know, we wish each other good luck. And I just, I, I hope he has a speedy recovery and, you know, can kind of get around for the college season next year and, you know, heal up, but, and you feel for the kid and, and you feel for uh, Wayne Trace in their program.
0: Speaking of college Buckeye sit at 13 and seven right now. I know that, you're not impervious to being able to hear everything that kind of goes around uh, with Columbus. I mean, they've got a a tremendously talented group, a lot of kids that you've played with and played against just kind of not able to get over that hump at times. Kind of when you look at Ohio state basketball right now, what is it that jumps out to you?
1: You know, I just think Ohio state basketball is just, just one win away, you know, one possession away, one, one half away from really stringing a lot of wins together and, you know, making some noise in the big 10. You no, know, they're not. We're not playing the best right now, and and that's kind of expected, kind of in a, a midseason slump. But you know, we're just one one game away from from really making some noise and you know going on a little bit of run. So, you know we're just that little little bit away, and um, and I think just hitting some shots and you know kind of locking in on the defensive end can put them over the hump.
0: With a lot of guys coming in with you uh, with that class, with the guys that are there, not to cart before the horse and all that, because you've got. Obviously, a lot of games left, and hopefully one final on a Sunday afternoon in Dayton left at OG. But of trading those colors in and playing with a lot of the, a lot of those guys since you committed, how much closer have you gotten with that group?
1: You know that that group is special, and you know they're they're really close. It's a tight knit group, and you know, they kind of kind of opened uh, opened their arms up for me and Junior. welcomed us with open arms, and you know it's uh, we're coming in and we're excited. I'm really close with with a lot of the freshmen, a lot of the sophomores, those guys are they're great guys and you know great teammates and so it's a it's a great relationship. Those guys are they're really awesome and I can't wait to get down to Columbus and uh, and start working with them.
0: How much uh, growing up being an Ohio State fan of kind of waiting for that offer does it impress you with the way that they've kind of I don't want to say centralized their recruiting but they've made sure that okay, there's a kid like Devin Royal we're not letting him get out of the state. He's coming here.
1: It's really cool, you know, that they that they um kind of take, uh, take advantage of kids in Ohio. You know what I mean? You know, people in Ohio love Ohio State. And, you know, there's a lot of good basketball players in Ohio. So, you know, they really recruit the state of Ohio hard. And, you know, you want to have it rather have it any other way. You know, that kid's going to give everything for the program. So it's a, a really special feeling to, you know, be a part of that group. And it's uh, definitely a, a fun group to be a part of.
0: I actually, I want to ask your coach this uh, for this spring. You got to play in 15 games last year during a baseball season. Are you maybe auditioning to be the mascot this year, or maybe be the third base coach? Because I figure they're probably not going to want you to play a lot of baseball.
1: Uh, I'm not sh- totally sure what I'm going to do yet, but the plan tentatively is to is to play this year. So uh, that that's it. that's going to be the plan tentatively right now. Well, if not, we
0: can always figure out a way to put a headset down into one of the dugouts and you can just commentate as it's going along.
1: There you go. I could do that.
0: <laughs> it's insight from inside is how we'll pull that off. <laughs> it is, uh, I can be non-biased. Uh, I, I mean, you know, you got to be a professional. That's how it goes, right?
1: <laughs> yep.
0: How much fun are you having right now?
1: Oh, man, I'm we're having too much fun. You know, I'm having fun. Our teammates are having my team's having fun. You know, it's a it's a lot of fun to to be an OG Titan right now, as as it always is. So, you know, I'm having a lot of fun playing the sport I love.
0: This kind of came to me because the girls did Youth Titan Day on Saturday before they played at Central Catholic of having all of the young ladies who will eventually be Titans one day in there, they get autographs, they get to have uh, cookies and juice and kind of be part of that experience. Saturday night after the game, I looked up in the rafters and I saw two young men come up and ask you for your autograph. All the things that you've done this weekend and that has been accomplished by you and by the team, where does that rank of having those little young men come up and say, can you sign my basketball?
1: You know, that's that's uh, it's a great feeling for me. You know, it's definitely up there no that's uh, it's one of those things that i cherish you know to to be a role model to these young kids and you know just show them show them the right things to do and you know try to try to um, you know help them in any type of way and you know being a role model for them is awesome it's an awesome feeling and i, I want to trade that in for anything you know i just the, the the little kids in the community they really look up to the the basketball guys you know we want to we want to be like the titans you know just trying to show them the titan way and the titan mentality and you know just doing things and doing them for the right for the right reasons
0: well and it's funny because he probably won't like me saying this but because uh, it dates him but guys like Noah where uh, they're playing and they're and guys like Tim Pollitz, obviously last night but of winning those three titles and being a part of a uh, little Colin going up to them and kind of looking up to them of hey I want to be like that one day do you ever kind of think about that of all right it wasn't that long ago that was me now maybe I can help inspire someone to be me and be better than me.
1: Of course, that's the, that's, I think about it all the time. You know, I, 2013, I remember it like it's yesterday. I remember that tournament run. I remember TJ Mesker hitting a lot of shots in the, the state finals. You I know, think he's I still I remember hitting those shots in and, that building. <laughs> it seems like it. But I remember just going up to them and asking for for an autograph at at uh, Glendorf Elementary, and they they all of them gave it to me, and you know it's a it's a great feeling, and you know and you when I'm a kid, I'm looking up to them, saying, man, I want to be like them. So it's something I try to do for for little kids now. You know, I want them to look to me, hey, I want to be like them, and hopefully it just keeps getting passed on generation through generation.
0: Do you still have their autograph somewhere?
1: I don't know. I, I hope I do. I think it's in a, one of my little Titan boxes that my mom stays for us.
0: <laughs> that's awesome, because somewhere there is a mom building a little Titan box for a kid for you. I mean, is that that's still kind of it's such a neat thing, but it's probably still kind of a surreal thing of I'm just a kid going out, just kind of doing what I love.
1: Yeah, just doing what I love and, you know, hopefully inspiring kids along the with- way.
0: Well, I uh, I have always enjoyed our interactions. I have told people that you're one of my favorite uh, people to cover because no matter what happens, you're a humble young man that was brought up right, and uh, you don't tell me to go away. I mean that that's happened a couple times with other people, but uh, I, I just I, I wish you all the luck in the world, and whether the rest of the season ends how you want or not, I know you guys are creating memories. I hope it does, but best of luck the rest of the way in in Columbus.
1: Well, thank you, and I appreciate you guys covering us. And uh, it's definitely uh, it's been a, a fun season, and um, it's going to be a fun end of the season too.
0: That's OG's Colin White headed to Ohio State. We'll talk some more. We'll come back here in just a few. Lee Kinsel Sales and Service, 650 West Urban Road. New Chevys, Buicks, GMCS, and all your pre-owned vehicles. We've got an award-winning service department and an award-winning parts department. What a great team! 866 Lee Kinsel, LeeKinsel.com, 650 West Urban Road, Bamford, Ohio. Come see us and you'll leave happy. There's nothing like a Kinsel deal. We've been in business for over 50 years
1: and looking forward to the next 50.
0: 650 West Urban Road, Lee Kinsel Sales and Service. Come on over, Lima Land. Big thank you to Colin White for uh, spending some of his time with me on Sunday. What you don't know is it was right before the Lions played. He's a big Lions fan. I'm not quite sure he wants to talk about how that turned out. Dan Campbell doesn't like running the ball or kicking uh, field goals, it would appear. But I'm a Cowboys fan. What do I know? That is what I have for this show. I would really love to be able to feature more from uh, bowling, from swimming, diving, from wrestling. Things that are going on, if you have those, you can uh, find me on Twitter, at PVP. I have a uh, Facebook page as well for this show, Around the Hearn. My email is pretty public. I've uh, put it out there, mhearn3 at gmail.com. And uh, let me know what is going on. I, I want to talk about these kids. I-, I would love to have some of these kids on. Maybe they're coaches or just anybody who wants to talk about local sports in the area. But thank you so much for listening, for tuning in. Have a great night and an even better tomorrow, wherever you are and wherever you may be. From all of us, that means me. Here on Around the Hearn. Here I go. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.